I'd like to talk today about the, the hearts and the disposition of the three people that come up to Jesus and say that they want to follow him. And this thing that's inside of them that draws them to Jesus. Now, we don't know what ends up happening to these would-be disciples of Christ. Maybe they actually do become full-fledged disciples of Jesus, giving their lives to him and following him for the rest of their lives. They might even be prominent members of the early church. They might get ordained or consecrate themselves to God fully as religious sisters or the early form of that. We don't know. It's hard to know. But what I think really resonates with me is this desire that they all have that brings them to Jesus in the first place. Now, presumably, these people who make these statements, I'll follow you wherever you go, for instance, they've heard him speak and they've seen him act. And he's showed something that's correlated to this problem that they themselves have sensed in themselves. And this is kind of the human problem. And maybe a modern way of understanding this is, is it's been phrased, the, the happiness problem. And so the question is, right, as we're, as we're here in the 21st century, why is it that we as human beings, when we look at our place in the universe and we look at all the other living things that we have knowledge of, why are we so different than the other animals? Because the other animals, they receive the correlation to their desires if they're thirsty and they have water, you think about like a deer in the wilderness. If a deer has all the things that a deer needs on a natural level, if it has a mate, if it has protection and shelter from predators, if it has water, if it has food source, the deer is very much satisfied. Same thing with all the other animals that we are aware of. You give them the correlation to their desires and they're satisfied. Why is it with human beings that we could, <clears throat> that we could have, <coughs> excuse me, that we can have all of the corresponding realities to our desires and our appetites and still be unhappy? I mean, that is, that's a really important thing to recognize about us that separates us from the rest of creation. Why can we have a great job, plenty of, plenty of money, a great status among family and friends, good relationships, have everything that we could possibly need on a natural level and still be unhappy, depressed? Animals 
Animals don't take their own lives. Why is it that in 2022, in the wealthiest country with the higher, highest standard of living that has ever existed in human history, we're more unhappy and dissatisfied than ever. And I, I think the beginning of the answer to this problem has to do with what these three people are in touch with in today's gospel when they come up to Jesus. As I often repeat, St. Augustine pretty much nails our anthropology at a very deep level with his famous quote about his own life and his own experience when he says, you have made us for yourself, O God. You have made us for yourself. And our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you. We have a teleology as human beings, a telos. That is to say, we have something that we are made and oriented for. And if we don't attend to that orientation and that movement, that desire that is inside of us for something that is not of this world, then we will be perpetually dissatisfied. That desire that we have for God, often called different things throughout human history, the religious sense is, is one word for it, the God-shaped whole. Pope Benedict has called it a wound. It's like an open wound that's pulsing and it's, it's leading us and directing us. If we're not attentive to that, we will never be happy. God has put that in us. That is a part of who we are. And that's the number one thing that defines our humanity. We remember in the book of Genesis when God created all of creation. And he created the particular thing on a particular day and he said, this is good. And then finally, he creates us. And the special, special words that are used to describe the creation of man is, we were made in God's image and likeness. That is to say, like, we were stamped. We were stamped. We were tattooed. We have this desire that corresponds to just one thing, and it's God. And that's a very good desire. As the author of Genesis says, God saw what he had created, and he said it was very good. And so these three people, as they come up to Jesus, are in touch with this deep desire. 
This man is speaking in a way that corresponds to the deepest thing within me, and that's why I want to let go of everything and go after him. We find the fulfillment of our desire in the person of Jesus. Jesus is not like the rest of the religious leaders and founders throughout human history or the rest of the philosophers. We as human beings are not completely malleable, as the modern person would tell us, capable of orienting our own desires. We have something that we're made for. That something is actually a someone. These people are on the right track. We find the fulfillment of all our desire in the person of Jesus Christ. We exercise that desire as we worship. We're made to worship God. The Catholic Church is the, is the perfect exercise. It's the outlet that orients us. We put our desire in the church, in our worship, through the sacraments, through our prayer. And we find the fulfillment of our hope and the fulfillment of our desire. Jesus, we thank you for the gift of this desire that you have put in us, this longing and this ache that cannot be satisfied in created things. Help us to not make false idols out of things of this world. Help us to not make the mistakes over and over again of putting this desire into created things rather than in you, the Creator. We ask you to increase our awareness of this ache for you, this God-shaped hole. Help us to be in touch with it and orient us in all aspects of our lives properly towards you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us just take a few moments in silent prayer to just listen to and attend to this longing in our hearts.